This hour of In the Zone is sponsored by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. All the football talk you can handle before we head into the weekend. Let's kick things off with a man who needs no introduction. Milton slips the tackle, is outside, and scores. Mackenzie Milton. Mackenzie Milton, college football icon, joining us on the hotline right now. This segment sponsored by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. KZ, big weekend coming up. Do you still get nervous for big games, even though you're not suiting up? Uh, yeah, I probably get a little more nervous now. Because um, you're like not in control, you know? Not not in, not in control, and then obviously Michigan controls uh, successes in large part due to our athletics team success. So we need these guys to go win, to, win tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, too. I mean, and, and that's, that's the reason. I, I mean, we're not like, you know, all-out fans. We try and be analysts when it comes to our local teams, but we need them to be successful in order to really buoy our brand. So in the same boat there. So we'll get to the UCF game. Sure. I want to I break all that stuff down. But I was I was telling you earlier, I was at the Bucks ravens game last night in Tampa two quarterbacks playing at two completely different levels right now. And we'll get to Brady, but I feel like you always bring up Lamar Jackson when you talk about the best quarterbacks in the NFL, the upper, upper, upper echelon. He's in that group for you. And I think that you're slightly higher on him than most of the football analysts that I hear out there. What is it about Lamar Jackson that you think his detractors are missing about him and what makes him special? Yeah, I think um, a guy like Lamar is similar to a guy like Mahomes or Josh Allen. or I'd say really those three guys right now, are, and Jalen Hurts, I'd say the level he's playing at right now, are just – and you plug and play them on any team and they have a chance to win. And there's not a lot of guys like that. You put Lamar on any football team in the NFL, they have, any, they have a chance to win every Sunday. So anytime he suits it up, puts on his cleats, and, you know, he's healthy and ready to go, the Ravens have a chance to win. And – there's really just not a lot of guys like that. There's not – I'd say there's three or four guys that play quarterback right now in the league that you put them on any given team, they have a chance to win. So uh, now we have to talk about the negative side of things. With your quarterback eye, can you see a drop-off in Tom Brady when you watch him play? Um, I, I would just say it's more execution. I don't think – you know, I, I don't know if he's on the same page as all his receivers and whatnot. You know, obviously, I don't know if he's completely in it mentally with what's going on outside of football with his family life. Um, but having said that, I still think, you know, he's still throwing the ball well. Um, he's never been mobile. So, I mean, that's him getting sacked and whatnot, stuff you've seen before. It's just the lack of execution and lack of efficiency is what's kind of raising an eyebrow for everybody. And, you know, you can point it to a bunch of different things, like, you know, not traveling with the team in the middle of a possible divorce. Like, there's a lot of different moving parts that, that are going into that, and it's it's honestly sad to watch. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of my big takeaways, too. I read the story that after the game, he's just sitting at his locker. All of his teammates had, uh, had put their street clothes back on, and they're all starting to head out. And he's just sitting there at his locker in full uniform with his head down. I mean, that's that feels pretty low, you know? Like, he's got everything. Yeah, yeah I've, I, I sit here, and I feel sorry for Tom Brady. It's such a weird feeling. Yeah, man. I, 
I think it's um you know you go to the the slogan more than an athlete right he's been out to me be the czar this you know um basically got got amongst men and the way he plays the game and obviously he's the greatest of all time but at the same time he's going through something that's extremely extremely hard and anything he does is in the public eye so definitely show for the guy and then obviously you know there's a lot of hate surrounded um you know when you lose three straight games but if anybody can figure it out it's him and if anybody can flip the script it's tom brady talking to mackenzie milton here on a football friday heading into a busy weekend as i mentioned we will get to ucf cincinnati in just a moment but we'll wrap on the nfl i ask you every week the quarterback matchup to watch for this weekend in the nfl probably would have been last night but with that one out of the equation what would be the answer going into sunday or monday night yeah i think it's a sunday night game for me with you know green bay and and the bills aaron Rodgers and josh allen um you know packers aren't performing at a high level at all either but i still think aaron Rodgers is special and obviously josh allen's probably the best best player in the nfl right now all right, let's uh, let's tackle it here. UCF blown out against ECU. You had worried that this was a trap spot, tough place to play for whatever reason. Greenville is a weird spot. What happened? What in the world happened in this game where, you know, UCF losing? I think you can kind of wrap your heads around it, but it almost seems like they didn't even get off the bus. Like it was one of those games. What did you see there? Yeah, you know. It's- Honestly, just hard to watch in terms of, you know, the offensive execution and defense giving up, you know, most points of the season. It's, you really can't pinpoint on one thing. It's turnovers, you know, not making plays on contested balls. Um, and just ECU really giving it to us from start to finish. So hats off to them. Hats off to their QB. First time beating us in, you know, five years. So it was tough pill to swallow just considering, you know, the possibility of the college college game day coming tomorrow and the whole shebang. But, you know, that's football, man. You gotta you gotta lace them up every game and you gotta take every opponent as if they're the real deal because they got scholarships too. They play quality football too. They get coached hard too. Um but yeah man, it's just it's hard to pinpoint one thing. I think the early turnovers um really put a really shot us in the foot and we never never recovered from that. You know, really back from when you look back at when you were playing at UCF to now, UCF's been pretty strong at home, and and I guess that more of the struggles have come when the team hits the road. What is it about going on the road as an athlete, as a football player, that makes life difficult, outside of the obvious, which is the crowd noise on the opposing fan base? But is there more to it than that? Is it, is it the fatigue of travel? Is it a different environment? Is it different sight lines? I mean, the field dimensions are the same, but it just seems like there's such a drop-off at times, not just with UCF, but with other teams that are out there. What is it? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um you know, the way I always looked at it as a player is just an opportunity to perform and, you know, at just a different venue. The only things that I'd really be looking for when traveling was the weather. Yeah. You know, is it going to rain? Is it going to snow? Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? Like, how do I have to pre- prepare for that? Other than that, you know, if there's crowd noise and you've got to go on silent snap count, that is what it is. That's something you prepare for throughout the week. Um you know, there's so many things you can do on a flight, after a flight, to recover your body, to be prepared. Maybe you don't have the same fresh legs that you'd have at a home game, but to me, man, there's really no excuse. I think, you know, 
it's all there just to distract you at the end of the day. Like you said, it, the field dimensions are the same and it's always 11 versus 11. So to me, the, the venue doesn't really matter, but you know, maybe, you know, some young guys that might get to them a little bit where, you know, fans are talking smack and you might get caught up in those emotions. But to me, once the, once the first, first whistle blows and you're between those lines everything else doesn't matter what do you see with the cincinnati team uh, when i watch them they, i don't know they're kind of sketchy to me like they don't look the nearly the same that they did definitely last year but even the last couple of years i think they're ripe to be had uh and it's just a matter of does the right ucf team show up to do it but when you see cincinnati what do you see strengths weaknesses and all that stuff yeah you know they're definitely not the same team as last year just one in terms of talent and two they don't have the same qb back there and not that you know desmond ritter was a road beater or anything like that but he did what their offensive system needed him to do extremely extremely well in terms of being efficient on third down being able to make plays with his legs be able to push the ball vertically down the field when he needed to um the guy that they got now you know he's first year as a true starter and to me he's average at best so i think that gives us a huge advantage. But having said that, these guys are extremely well coached and they do have quality football players. So I think we're in for a four quarter game. Um we have to start fast though. If if we get behind like last week, it's gonna be it's gonna be an uphill battle because I think these guys will try to play ball control and run the football on us. They have a really, really good linebacker who honestly might be the best defensive player in the country. All right, let's wrap with this. Big game for the Gators this weekend as well. Do you give Florida any shot to beat Georgia tomorrow afternoon? Off of talent, yes. Off of what I've seen from play calling and just execution throughout the year, absolutely not. Um, But, you know, Georgia got taken down so wire against Missouri, so anything can happen. Um, But I just, you know, Florida just hasn't shown me enough consistency to – to have me say that they're going to beat them, so I'll, I'll, I'll give them a one percent chance. Wow, that's, off of talent. <laughs> that's a lot of just confidence. Off of talent, just off of talent alone, but I, they've just been so inconsistent throughout the whole year. Um, and I just think Georgia is is Georgia. They're between them and Tennessee. I think those are the two best teams in the country. Yeah, Georgia just they look like they're built a little bit different. This segment brought to you by Twin Peaks and Southeastern Fitness Equipment. Mackenzie Milton, great as always. Enjoy the football weekend, my friend. You as well, brother. Coming up next, Stone Cold Locks of the Week. I am scorching hot. Can I keep it up? You'll find out what I'm going with next.